Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. After the baffling quasi-prequel Prometheus, elderly director Ridley Scott is taking us for our sixth lap around the Alien franchise. So join us as we try to make sense of this awful mess. Along the way, you'll get spoilers for most of the Alien franchise as well as Finding Dory. Who the heck remembers all the way back to freaking June 2012 when a little movie called Prometheus hit theaters? That's how long ago that was. It does feel like it was quite as long, but that's more years than I thought it was. Yeah, that, it doesn't it's five years it's ago? Five. Five yeah. years. That's half a decade. Now, if you remember when Prometheus came out amidst the backlash and the enthusiasm, there was immediate talk of a sequel. Don't worry, we're making more. And all secrets will be revealed, they said. Mm-hmm. Secret slash nonsensical. Yeah, rubbish. they said they said lots about oh we're going to do this and there's going to be another. In fact, uh, this movie that we're about to talk about has had many different names and I feel there's there's never been a time when they haven't been talking about it in the background. Whether it mm-hmm. was Prometheus two or all the other names that it went on to take, but then half a decade later, we went and saw the movie. Now in between that time. In uh, September of 2015, we did an episode on Prometheus. It was Alien versus Prometheus. Right. And I feel as though that's probably the most important moment (laughs) in between Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Just, Just generally in the world. Well, I wouldn't go quite that far. I meant like in the in the continuity of the Alien franchise or in the. In the major touchdown so moments. 2012 came Prometheus. 2015 came, came You Hate Movies, Alien versus Prometheus. Right. That and was now, 2017, we have Alien Covenant. Tyler's first and viewing of Alien. <laughs> right. I had, I had never seen Alien, anything from the Alien franchise until we sat down and did that episode. I watched Alien, and then I watched Prometheus, and I said... What? <laughs> I said... <laughs> I looked at the ceiling and I went, huh, Prometheus is something. Alien's good. Prometheus is something, and five years later, they still couldn't do much more with it. <laughs> well, that's what we're getting at is that, uh, you know, uh, we we had mixed reactions to Prometheus in this room. In fact, we'll get to this in a second, but Mike just watched Prometheus for the first time a few nights ago, that's right, correct. Yeah. right before we went and saw Alien Covenant. Right. They're kind uh, of blending in my mind, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and get this out of the way before we go any further. Um, Matt Hughes is here tonight. Hello, everyone. And what did you think about Alien Covenant? I thought it was better than Prometheus, but still a hunk of crap. Okay. Wow. That says a lot about what you think about Prometheus. Tyler Hands is here. What's good? And (coughs) Tyler, as someone who's only seen Alien, Prometheus, (laughs) and Alien Covenant in this franchise, how did you feel about Alien Covenant? Alien Covenant. Oh. It was uh, one hell of a couple's retreat, huh? <laughs> How long were you waiting to say that? <laughs> I just kept shaking my head at all the wedding rings and they're call that made total sense. They're colonists. They gotta make babies on the colony. Well, it took me a while to figure that out because the trailer had gone unseen for me. Me too. And the. Yeah. The movie very slowly tells you about these relationships, almost like they're hidden relationships. And then eventually like, oh, okay, I guess those two were married. Oh, she just died. Oh, now I know that she was the wife of Tennessee. 
<laughs> sure. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Then I watched the trailer and I realized, oh, they're all couples. Yeah, in the trailer they did, they tell you this is a mission of Very couples. clearly. Yeah. They say those words. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a mission of what? Couples. They say couples. we're a mission of couples. We're all couples. They don't say that in the film. They say it in the trailer. I no, but very slowly you realize this is just a, a nightmare couples retreat for these people. Yeah, yeah, it didn't go well. No, but what that doesn't answer. That was a great joke. But what, what did you think about? It was that? a really <laughs> good <laughs> joke. <laughs> uh, I didn't like it. I don't, I'm not even gonna. Uh, that's it. This just that. No, yeah. it's so not good. Tyler didn't like it. Patrick, did you do any better? Patrick's on the show. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I thought it was boring and the CG was bad. Agreed. Terrible CG. Yeah. This day and age, I didn't like the movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and and sorry to catch us back up. Re- quick recap, Matt. You're a you're a fan of the you're otherwise a fan of the Alien movies. All right. Well, the first two are so good. Yeah. And then it's a slippery slope. Okay. Patrick, what? How do you feel? Oh, I love the Alien movies. Even the bad ones. I. I typically like somewhat <laughs> this, this one was a, a hard one for me okay mike you like the alien movies i do i, I kind of agree with matt you know the first two are just so true and then the rest you just i mean i'll watch see them. i'll watch three and four and i'll have a good time and mm-hmm. be like this is bad but i'm enjoying it look at that ripley's playing basketball why is she doing that <laughs> don't remind me of that scene <laughs> <laughs> it's the only scene i remembered from resurrection when i rewatched it for the first time in like 15 years to get ready for this movie and went Oh yeah, Hellboy's in there. What's yeah, going yeah. on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a weird yeah. one. As Hellboy, I'll give uh, <laughs> as a monkey at one point. Mike credit for this. As long as I've known him, he has infrequently quoted in great in great moments the uh, famous Bill Paxton line from Aliens uh, when the ship is officially toast, and he says, "Game over, man." Oh yeah, that's so good. He's, he's it's said so it good. Ma- in many, many Game boxes, over, like, man. <laughs> Game over. Tyler, you haven't a, even seen it, but you know it. Game over, man. <laughs> that was a good Bill Paxton. <laughs> Rest in peace, Mike. What do you think about Covenant? Uh, I just thought it was like full of potential, and uh, after that first scene, that <laughs> was pretty much downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had high hopes. I watched the prologue just a second ago. And oh, that, right, that yeah. was better than the movie. <laughs> it really oh, was. Yeah, I didn't see it that prologue yet. Yeah. There's a prologue? Yeah, yeah. which sure. brings me to Liam is back on the show tonight. Bongiorno. Liam, you like alien movies. I like or alien what? movies. I've seen them all. And, and what do you think about this one? Um, I'm going to... I mean, we're not we're not ranking yet, but... We'll I save th- that, but tell yeah, me what you thought. I thought it was uh, highly disappointing as... Uh, as someone who's going uh, on you know trailer purities, I mean, aliens notwithstanding, I was I was psyched for some answers to be revealed off of the um, Prometheus, the the madness that was Prometheus, the loose ended you know, pictures, yeah, like okay, foundation, and yeah. it just like slapped me in the face with nothing. I'm just like, hey, what? There's yeah. nothing. When Come on, man. We waited five years for this. <laughs> Prometheus, five years. Prometheus just leaves you with a, a whole long list of questions, and you have to do the work to try and answer them. Yeah. But I will give Prometheus this now, having seen Covenant. At least I wanted to know what happened. Like, wait, what about this? And what about this? Watching Covenant, I'm like, no, no. Oh, I don't care. Like, this is <laughs> this is garbage. This this new loose end. Like, this is boring. Like, at least we got like an engineer. Like, what's an engineer? Yeah, this is yeah, kind of interesting. Like, at the end of this one, I was just like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Really, so you nothing need to sit I want down. to know. Nah, done. man, they had that part where they ripped off Jurassic Park with the raptors in the grass. It was great. You didn't <sighs> love that part? No. 
messed up. Right. I don't disagree oh. with uh, Liam. You know, I had have had some strongly worded uh, opinions about Prometheus. Hated the uh, love, hate, love, love in that it's a great looking sci-fi movie that Ridley Scott yeah, it directed. It did look good. Yeah. Um, and that it had elements of the alien mythology. And I was very excited. You know, I was telling Mike recently that years and years ago, I mean, before Prometheus came out, I bought, you know, the uh, the Alien Blu-ray box set when it came out. And it came with a little note from Ridley Scott that was like his announcement that he was coming back to the franchise to like comment on a prequel story that was going to talk about the space jockey, which is this character in the original Alien movie. And I was like, this is the most incredible thing I've ever heard in my life. That's going to be like a... A, a moment in film so i was really excited uh and then only to sit through that thing and be like what is this an alien movie or is it not an alien mm-hmm. movie if they would just tell me i could get used to it and adjust sure. it so anyway now i'm thinking this movie the follow-up is going to be the answer to the 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 question of prometheus and it's going to be satisfying i didn't want to think that in fact i think back on our uh you know our episode about what we were most excited for the year i said that Against all uh, better judgment, I couldn't help but get excited for Covenant because they were telling me everything I wanted to hear. They were just really shoving the xenomorph in your face and all the ad campaign. Oh, yeah. Like I didn't see the trailer, but I knew he was in it because the thumbnails for every mm-hmm. uh, headline had the xenomorph. He's on the posters, nothing but a giant xenomorph face. And uh, and Ridley Scott was saying in all these interviews about how he's going to answer questions and how he now understood that the fans still had an appetite for not just the abstract mythology, but the actual world of alien. I was like, yeah, exactly, exactly. So do more of that, like beautiful world building in Prometheus, the like weird theistic Greek mythology stuff with, I liked all that. Yeah. And then like actually anchor it at least somewhat in the world of alien. Like I don't even need the thing to chase them around the whole movie, but if it's in there a little bit, that's kind of neat, you know, more than just a mural on the wall. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So this was not that for me. In fact, I'm with Mike. The opening scene, I was like, this is going to be awesome. The With the white room and David and Wayland. I was really... Yeah, that was so really cool. Really interested. The dialogue, the way it was shot. I was, it was like... The best, yeah, it was the best part of the movie. It was the best part of the movie. This is fascinating. And then it jumped into a little more like... Uh, cliche stuff and th- but it wasn't long at all before i started to get bored i'm like what are we doing and why do i care there's too many people i can't keep up with them and then everything escalated so fast into not just like alien cliches but like horror movie cliches right. in general to the point where the chasing them around they, they were chasing around an xbox game and the grass and it just it looked ugly oh, they brought back mm-hmm. alien vision which yeah. was the worst oh, the part alien, of alien yeah. 3 i'm like yeah. why did you not let that die with that poor choice back yeah. in the 90s i just had and a, go ahead why like so much lent into horror movie clichés they had the inevitable death of the people having sex in the shower. I was like, "What this? What this is a Friday the Thirteenth movie now? It's a cabin mm-hmm. movie. Like, what are we doing here? That like, well, these people are having sex, and then why did they have the alien's tail poker <laughs> in <laughs> yeah, the unmentionable yeah, holes? Are, I'm like, yeah. come on! Like, a xenomorph is gonna kill you. He's not gonna like interfere first and then kill <laughs> kill yeah, you. That seemed a little bit. ridiculous." Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't. I don't think I. Other than that opening scene and maybe the flute scene, I was a bit interested in. Other than that, I can say I had a bad time 
Not the movie. <laughs> like a bad time. I was being actively disappointed every frame of the movie. Yeah. And I just, I, I have to, you know, echo Liam's sentiment that why if this, in this day and age, with a creature so familiar and, uh, you know, and it's not like it's this living, breathing, hairy ape or anything. It's like this live biomechanical thing. Why can't they make it look better? That's, yeah. that's the worst part. We were joking oh, yeah. that, you know, when the trailers come up, we close our eyes and cover our ears because we don't want to see the trailers of the movies we want to see. <laughs> but uh, the apes trailer came on and in the first scene, everybody closes their eyes and that quick scene look better than any of the CG in the <laughs> Alien movie. Yeah. I was like, how did anybody let this pass? The freaking right. first Apes movie looked better. Like, when was that first Alien Apes looked movie? better than this. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Alien looked significant. Yeah, yeah, man, bring that puppet back. Here, yeah. So let's let's make this our first rabbit trail because, yeah, the Xenomorph's back, but who cares because it's just like a scrambling acrobat that's flipping <laughs> around and everything. And I made the mistake of, of re-watching Alien and Aliens and Prometheus uh, a couple of nights before. Um, and yeah, you've you've made the the good movies too fresh in your memory. Yeah, because right. I I'm genuinely riveted by even just visually by Alien every time because I'm like, man, look at how freaking good this thing looks. Yeah. Not just Great in set terms design, of yeah. first Nostalgia, Alien. Yeah, yeah the, the first set Alien design is so so good. Yeah, and you you see that one and you're like, what what happened, Ridley? <laughs> how did you fall so far? How did you get here, Ridley Scott? Well, that's what, that's what makes the question like, who is he even directing anymore? Or is he just like <laughs> that, that man, guy sitting on the couch? That like, man is 79 years old at this yeah, point. He is old. an elderly filmmaker. Shoot. So who's directing? Like, is it, He's got some like college lackeys that are, you know. Little no, little I, don't know. I think they're, they're just this? running around the set trying to make it work. He's just saying, here's the script. Go do it. Mm-hmm. I watched <laughs> a bunch of interviews with him because I was surprised to hear that age. But he seems... Sharp. I mean, like you could be very sharp at seventy nine, but I mean, for a director, he's directed so many movies, and it's been so long since he made Alien. Obviously, they're going to make a CG Alien. I don't really have a problem with that. That's fine. But what I'm confused about, and I want answers behind the scenes answers almost as much as I want movie answers, is that I started to read a bunch of stuff right after seeing it, trying to see if there was anything redeemable, and they were. Online, while they're promoting the movie, really trying to convince everyone that they were doing practical effects on a ton of stuff. I even saw a, f- a photograph of like a little rod puppet of that new weird chest burster. <laughs> like all these guys yeah, holding like a sticks. Muppet. Yeah, it looked like a Muppet. Yeah. But on on screen, it was just wretched looking. It yeah. looked so bad. It looked like the one that comes out of the cow in Alien 3. It really did. It looked that bad. I'm like, Which you. was also a rod puppet. Right. <laughs> maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. I didn't and forget the fact that it just makes zero sense that like, why does it look... Like why, a, why did it lift its <laughs> hands up when David did? Yeah. What are we yeah. doing there? What, terrible, what's with its immediate terrible. connection to David? Yeah. yeah. Like, why? Why? Like why a freaking that? baby duck imprinting yep. on like a dog or something. All instead they've of its ever mom. done in the history of this franchise is kill everything. <laughs> yeah. It's not a horse that you can blow in its nostrils and then it trusts you forever. Hey, that, know, that's that, what he said. Those so looked really. awful. Those neomorphs, okay. they look so stupid. They didn't even have nostrils. Mike, how is he blowing in them? I'm just saying. He's just... I know he's saying it. <laughs> they ain't got no nostrils. A lot of sense. They were, they were there. <laughs> hey, I've got I've got a list of uh, of WTF questions. Okay, take us in that direction. Um, can I start with the our first cards one? are on the table? The first <laughs> first WTF, James Franco. Yeah, yeah. man. Why they burn him to life? <laughs> he just what wanted was to that? be on the, he just wanted to be on there with Danny McBride. There are a couple of Pineapple <laughs> Express guys. Like, hey, you guys want to do an alien movie? Because they I need was, some extra well, it characters. Was, it was like big news that Franco was in it. He was coming in for some reshoots, and I'm like, the reshoots were him on a mountain on a 
iPad what do you and mean, then reshoots? dead in a box. That was, that was shoots. <laughs> right, he didn't, yeah, he never had to reshoot yeah. that. That was yeah. the thing, though. James Franco's in it. Hey. They routed James Franco to the cost. Does anyone, I'm sure, if you actually know, I'm sure I could Google it, but you know, make it interesting for us and let us know by commenting on this episode or whatever. Does, does, do we know yet why that's the case? Is he just somebody's friend? Is like, uh, I mean, well, very good friends with Danny uh, I read an article. And it says that James Franco did have more scenes, uh, but they were supposed to be like, there's a scene cut called The Last Supper, apparently, where they all share a meal together before they go into hypersleep. There's and like a there's photo like, of it, right? In the movie, yeah. you see a photo. Later. And he draws it too, right? Or does someone paint it? Or want the... There is a painting of the Last Supper, right? Maybe not this one. No, right. this was okay. a photograph. Yeah, okay. But they were all on one side of the table <laughs> still. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then there were there were supposed to be more more scenes with him um, grasping with some sort of internal crew drama, but still well, that not. Would, he still that would make sense. He was still going to be an absent captain. They said. So, so what was what? After he died, what was the new captain's name? Chris Oman. Okay, Oman. Oman. Wasn't his first name Chris? You talking about Dr. Manhattan? Yeah, yeah, Dr. Manhattan, right? Okay, Billy Crew. Yeah. yeah. So that would make sense if they cut a scene where maybe there was some drama between them or something, because he can handle the realization that he's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that also. That would have been WTF. What's with all the references to the new captain's faith that they never? Yeah, they never really. And then he made that comment on the planet about, like, I've got to go and tend to my flock. And I'm like, wait, are you, like, a pastor? He kept quoting. A future pastor? He kept saying, you of little faith. And then that other girl, dead in the shower girl, or another one, maybe decapitated girl, had a Star of David on. And I'm like, Ripley Scott is weirdly obsessed with, like, Judeo-Christianity. It says covenant, so you got to be thinking about anything that's going to... Also, why do we got to keep naming these ones after the spaceship? (laughs) It's, uh... (laughs) She, he became the mirror of the lazy shorthand mirror of Shaw's character who was yeah. in pursuit of, you know, the truth, but also right. had some sort of religious connection. She wore but a those father's cross. Threads that he never tied. Oh, no, no. They were barely even established. Yeah. <laughs> well, before <laughs> he, got, he okay, got Okay, okay, okay. Right. What else you got? He got uh, WTF, <laughs> Fastbender's Kissing. Oh, yeah. right. that was hot. What? <laughs> it was top. Did we notice the the not so subtle not language that David was using toward Walter? Didn't he say in reference to the um like the recorder or whatever it was they were playing the flute? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you play that I will come and let me do the fingering? Yeah, I mean that was What a is happening? <laughs> Maybe you're reading it's too much writing. into that. No, I'm writing. not. You think it was deliberately for a kiss. homoerotic? <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely, absolutely homoerotic. He'd I, been there 10 years, he, right? He's trying to seduce him, man. He's losing his mind. And why did Fassbender have long hair? No, not that. Why had Fassbender's hair only grown that much in 10 no, years? we don't know that. We don't know yes, that. Yes, we do. <laughs> because he of the scissors. bleach. The bleach. He was bleached. Yeah. He was bleaching it at the beginning of Prometheus, and then his roots have only grown out. He found something the, out there. His that he roots have grown out. <laughs> no, it's like he decided, oh, there are people coming. Let me quickly grow my hair so I look a bit disheveled, no, and then I'll cut the blonde off. Because his hair wasn't that long in Prometheus. It was the bleach part was a lot longer than it was in Prometheus. He had to be bleaching it. That's true. Yeah, and then yeah. he, just yeah. he just gave up. He just gave up. He just up like six months ago. Was like, oh no, no one cares. Whatever. I'm going to dress like Frodo. This guy turned black syrup into an egg, and you're worried about how <laughs> <That's true. laughs> he do that? Okay, 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 okay. True. Um, 
Got airborne. When, when when <laughs> when Dave, David released these these spores that turned into a mist above the oh, engineers and the killed stuff all of them. from Prometheus. It got all Pompeii, you know. The bases, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why did he go crash that ship in the woods after that? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Yeah. You got the strange ship. I wondered that too. I'm like, yeah. was that just in case people came? Because yeah. he clearly wasn't anticipating anyone yeah, to arrive. Sense. Seems right. like he had a pretty sophisticated command of piloting the ship at that point. Right. <laughs> oh, he yeah. clearly didn't need to crash it. Do we know that it was crashed? Maybe he just landed it. Right? It, it went through the trees. trees. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they yeah. Saw, yeah, they said it come yeah. in fast and it come in. Well, you know, lots of movies, the, the landing. Even the even the little pod, the exploration pod, they had a rough landing. So, too. He, but wha- so we're hmm. theorizing he came down, killed everybody. Then flew back out, <laughs> and crashed it back down because it was like <laughs> that must and that then, must be what he and did. And they decided to walk back to the temple <laughs> yeah. from there. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, I didn't even think about <laughs> that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> just bring everything yeah, over. I, want, start, I wanted that. Start a I was like, lab. was that just to perpetuate? Okay. The Tyler's, Shaw stuff. Tyler's got more. Let's keep. It I going. got. I got two more. D- WTF? <laughs> that last one was good. I didn't that was really good. good. Why? Why that dumb tabletop drinking bird? Remember that shot? Yeah. yeah. I they, they're yeah. back on the ship, and you're thinking, oh, there's a great resolution. And then you see that dumb bird lean forward and get a drink again. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're, we're going back into it. It's not over. Yeah. Is that why they had to throw in that dumb that's, toy? And the opening shots of Alien, that same exact thing's on the table on the Nostromo as the, they're waking up. It's like a callback. Right. Mm. And I thought... But stop it! It's too late for that. No. I knocked <laughs> that thing There's off no the table. <laughs> You've gone too far. Yeah. And 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 who's filling up that glass with water? That ship just flew around in a storm that was threatening to tear it apart. Mm-hmm. There's two crew members, two crew members that are still no. alive and well enough. Four, right? Because the one oh, the people the in the shower was yeah. So uh, somebody, after enduring this horrible trauma, said. Let's not forget they to refill <laughs> that glass of water. <laughs> let's, let's set up the little bird. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's put I think the bird back on the table. Yeah, we all like that. We need, we need to feel like we're getting back to things. Right. It's like <laughs> a, a, cl- a grasp at normalcy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I got one more. Okay. Oh, good. What is the deal with that girl's haircut? <laughs> yeah, it's like a mushroom. Like a mushroom hair. And that was weird. Yeah. Why did she? She ran around the whole movie looking like a little boy. Frank she goes into David it. David cut was, her hair. That was yeah. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she knew what he was doing. Yeah, David could have cut her hair. Yeah. <laughs> With those giant... Where'd he get those big gardening shears from? I don't know. I, is it pointless to add, at this point? It's pointless. Because the engineers don't have hair? Let me yeah. pitch you guys <laughs> a movie. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't need him. Let me pitch you guys a movie. You've all seen Alien, and most of you have seen more than that. Everyone's seen more than that. So let me pitch you a movie. Here's the premise, okay? It's set in the world and mythology of Alien. We're going to follow a, a crew on a colonizing mission abroad. They're flying out somewhere to set up new life on a new planet. Along the way, they pick up a distress signal, a la the hit film Alien. Mm-hmm. And they decide to check that out and realize that the planet's habitable. Maybe this is a better idea. They check it out and realize that along the way, they you know uh, have embarked into dangerous territory and here's where we're going to enter the world of alien as we know it the engineers from prometheus this is their planet but they've been wiped out by something along the way the android has gone crazy as they always almost always do in alien movies at least in alien prometheus and now covenant yeah we like bishop bishop he's a good guy he he Uh, kept it together i have mixed emotions about bishop he's the one from (laughs) alien who doesn't aliens no 
bishops and aliens. Bishops and aliens. So, so the, Ash but is the an android, alien. the android in the first one, you don't know he's an android. Ash. Oh, yeah. That's so, the reveal. So eventually, right. eventually, in the future, they say we'll just stop telling people which one's the android, and we're going to make crappier versions of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Well, how, yeah, who's crappier than Ash? Well, the thing is, is that, uh, yeah, that well, they didn't know that androids didn't exist they just didn't know that the science officer was was an android right. and they they did know when they saw the milk because they're like oh he's a synthetic the right. same thing on aliens when right. he cuts bishop cuts his finger and uh-huh. they see the milk blood they're like a synthetic anyway so then the android's gone crazy he started doing like biological uh experiments based on the engineer technology and in the process has begun to develop the life form that will eventually get weaponized in the alien films that's it that's the premise now, wouldn't you say that's enough to skate me on a on a cool alien movie, right? Yeah, I'm into that. Sure. So why does this thing suck so horribly <laughs> bad? It's bad. It's real bad. There's too many people in it. There's too many there people too that many you don't... They, they're just, they may as well have just been a bunch of Star Trek red shirts because you're just like, all right, these yeah. guys are all going down. And there, Mike was saying when we left, he's like, why do they have to be the stereotypes where it's like the one guy's lighting a cigar on the fire and the... Yeah. Other guys like a, you know, the ex- expendable military officer who. Yeah, the story's just thing. too big. It's like, they, they got all these things. The, they're trying to like, oh, we're having these conversations, philosophy of creator and their creation, and trying to kill your creator and all these things. And it just is too big. And my question is, are those things bulletproof? What things? Any of the the, the endomorphs or the xenomorphs because they were shooting the crap out of them and they just kept <laughs> running around. And in the other movies, when they shoot them, they die. Well, yeah. fall apart. Yeah. The I don't think that it's That's the, true. It's the bigness conceptually per se, because those are the premi- Those are the elements of the premise that seem interesting on paper. If it's like I like the idea of the android that goes crazy and has been damaged to the degree that he's no longer functioning. I thought that bit of writing was really nice, where um, Walter asks David who wrote. Uh, the Osmandius bit right, that he and he says it, Byron, and it's rather actually than Shelley. Shelley. Yeah, and and it's like, oh, he's so, he, he's not working right. And then right. Uh, Walter says, oh, if one note is off, the symphony is bad, or whatever he says. Right. And uh, I thought, oh, that's cool. They're insinuating that I guess in all the damage he's taken, or the time, or, or whatever has happened to him, he's he's no longer functioning the way he's supposed to. So he's like insane, just the way the same way that Ash like started to glitch out and try to kill Ripley in the original Alien movie. I like that, and I like that the. Idea idea that he's been doing it for so long that he's starting to mess around with stuff and he's obsessed with this idea of creation because of the engineers all that conceptually to me sounds interesting on paper mm-hmm. but i think that the, it really is just the execution of the way that the movie clumsily unfolds before you because those those concepts aren't what's floating the movie in fact when it touches down to actually you know marinate in them for a little while those are the only interesting parts in the movie the opening scene right that was it that dialogue's based mm-hmm. entirely on that the philosophical premises that it's going for after that that was interesting mm-hmm. when they had the conversation over the flute i mean i was bummed by that point so i wasn't but at least during that scene i was like i'm no longer bored there was some tension yeah, well, yeah. Think, is he I'd just going to shove this recorder up in his face like what's he going to do and it I was the, cool when he stabbed him in the neck with it the camera was moving back and forth as he was teaching him to play that, mm. the, all that yeah. was really interesting the vis- visually it was like Stark having two of them in there but then when it turns into a generic we're running from the thing movie and that, that's the other thing it's like it, I think that that premise can still work. I mean, you, you watch Alien now even have seen it a ton of times and the, the majority of the movie they're 
nothing is really all that exciting happening. There's not a ton of philosophical space to explore. It's just they're truckers in space. The thing right. gets out. They have mm-hmm. to run from it, and then it picks them off. Uh-huh. And it's scary, and it's visually interesting. But when there's like 10 of them doing flips in a cornfield with like lights and bullets flying everywhere, uh-huh. even in Aliens in James, Cam- James Cameron's movie, they're still doing a lot of like, where are they? And then they lift up a ceiling panel and there's like a light goes over and you see a swarm of them. Well, there's a million and there's machine guns, but it's still scary because they're oh, in the sure. dark. So and the good. Oh, yeah. This thing Great just scene. felt like clumsy. It felt awkward and like it wasn't really lining up everything. And then when you finally get to the third act and it feels like the movie's over and it's like, we're going to have Freddy Krueger chase him around for a <laughs> second. That, it's like, what? Yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, sure. who, who wrote this thing? Who put it together? Yeah. I think that they got Oh right, yeah, seventy nine. I think that there is seventy nine. Seventy nine, and he made a good movie in seventy nine. Um, I think there nice. is a the the Alien is a movie of logic, like it's a movie of like we're in a small space, we're sharing this small space with something scary. Logically, we need to kill it or we're gonna die. And then the problem that's happened with Prometheus and uh, Covenant is they have started to espouse these grand ideas that should all be logical and linear. We're going to start talking about prequels, and so there are timelines, and we depend on logic, but then you have ridiculously illogical things happening, like a xenomorph being carved on the wall, or somehow David... We're talking expe- about the mural in Yeah, Prometheus. the mural in Prometheus. Yeah. Or somehow David spending 10 years experimenting and adapting this virus into the xenomorph even though when he landed every animal on the planet died what's he experimenting on there's nothing left uh, he had he did, he did say that he's like they don't have the meat to experiment with but then but then he How comes he in an and egg? he's got all those 20 uh, different he's got that bug and then he's got that weird baby one that's crucified and then he's got all these little pre-proto yeah. xenomorphs what were the they ship. what were they bursting out they of they were on the ship he had animals on the ship I keep thinking what? about no, the mural didn't. is that your guess that's my guess the see mural? look we're gonna we're Prometheus <laughs> in Covenant now yeah. <laughs> doing the work for them so do you think the mural is like just a, a goof up no I what? think the mural is what it is and uh, those <laughs> those, <laughs> those oh, eggs what a xenomorph hey. before they existed yeah, yeah those eggs were already on the ship David's just taking credit for him. he didn't make them. What they were in that they were the you think that the the space jockeys had them in the basement and they was like yeah, so I made these here's the problem <laughs> here's the problem with the the before and after in con- terms of continuity I don't need it to be perfect and seamless just give me a good movie but if it's so uh, such a big hole that I'm like oh I'm waiting for the movie to explain it and that becomes a distraction that's a problem yes and yep. the mural is one of those because i'm thinking he didn't make that they already had that like right. they they took the time to carve it into the wall mm-hmm. uh you know uh, presumably th- they said thousands of years ago in prometheus that thing had been dead for a thousand years or something the, right. the, the engineer head that they found and then in alien which takes place uh, obviously after the fact because they imply in covenant that this is mm-hmm. the first xenomorph you're seeing in alien uh the the xenomorph has been weaponized. It right. they they have a stockpile of facehugger eggs on the ship that crashes on four twenty six. Yeah. And the facehugger has killed the space jockey, the engineer drop piloting the ship, because they say, Oh, something exploded out of his chest. Right. Well clearly there's a xenomorph on that L T V planet somewhere because it right. got out of that guy. So So at this point, 
date. So we now have what this was twenty one oh three. When's the first one in like twenty one forty seven or something? After that's the only right. thing that matters. It's After. like well, but it's like within fifty years somehow a space jockey, an engineer is going to come to the home planet, go, oh look, Pompeii happened. Go downstairs, find some eggs, be like, these look great. Someone's done some work for us. Let me make 500 of these, put them on a boat, and th- a spaceship, and then, f- and then flipping crash it into a planet in the same system of where that um, penis worm is in the fir- in yeah, Prometheus. Near, near the Prometheus near planet. Near the Prometheus planet, not but not the same planet. And then send a distress signal. Right. With John Denver. With, with no, John that that yeah, that, no, that's no. this stress. Shaw distress sends signal. a distress signal with John Denver, oh, but the gosh. engineer sends a stress signal that brings the Nostromo in. Right. I think we're gonna get yeah. some time travel elements in the next one. We so have to. We to well, you know that he said that, that he's gonna make <laughs> two more. One of them is gonna be in between Prometheus and Covenant. I'm like, what's that gonna be? Just a buddy <laughs> road movie with David how? and Shaw it's on gonna the be spaceship? Yes, yeah, it's gonna be a road trip movie. It's gonna be a road movie. <laughs> Listen to this. We're starting to learn how the the black goo worked a little bit in Covenant. Now it doesn't make sense. But at least in Covenant, they imply a couple of things. It's their weapon of mass destruction. Sure. That, you know, it it dissolves people or it mutates people. That's that's all the the information that we've been given. Now, we know from Prometheus (laughs) that... If you put a drop of the black goo in a a little sip of... A glass of champagne. Yeah. Yeah. And then you drink it. And then you... Tiny worms You will get a worm in your eye. Yep. And then, but if you have sex right before that, you will get your girlfriend pregnant. You'll get a worm in your eye. Your girlfriend will that same day have a giant squid, baby. squid in her. <laughs> if you take that squid out, it will grow into the size of like a colossal squid. Without eating anything. It yeah. Just right. Grows. Just, it just, just stuck grows. in a C-section. And yeah. then, and then if that squid gets on an engineer... It will, you know, suck its face off and absorb it, and then the engineer will explode, and something that looks like a xenomorph. It's called a. It's called a deacon. deacon. Yeah, the deacon comes. Which out. is so stupid. But the deacon is just a set nickname. They just call oh, it. Right. Is that from? What, why do we know? Because of its term? pointy head. The which is apparently like a hat that a deacon would wear in I don't know some probably in the Catholic Church because I think Ripley might have a bit of a hang okay. up. That's the name that they gave it on the set. Right, it's they just started like referencing oh, yeah. that. So it's just something in an yeah, interview. The that deacon, yeah, it's okay. some kind of morph. So that thing comes out, and it looks something like a, a, a xenomorph. A double jaw. Wait a minute now. The xenomorph doesn't exist yet. <laughs> How? And David doesn't know anything about all this stuff. All he knows is that he was a butthole and put a drop of <laughs> And that guy's right, he's drink. just trying to find immortality. So what? How, what well, he might know about that now because Shaw could have told him about man that. When remember when you tricked me into getting a STD that nearly ki- killed me, and I had to yeah. cut a squid out of my own gut. That's why I just want to tell David, like you spent ten years doing all that biological research, which you should have just done the same exactly. You just put a little bit in somebody's drink, convince them to have sex, the worm yeah. eye, and then the squid gets out, and then you get an engineer in there, and then bam, there's something that's kind of <laughs> like that. Work with that. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on? But how? What? Where did the stuff come from? Everything's dead. Uh, Like also, also, if it if it either kills them or mutates or potentially can turn into a spore that can then become a chest burster. Like why? Why wasn't that a backburster? Why wasn't that? 
that part was good. Why wasn't that planet yeah. covered in proto xenomorph and facehuggers? Well, 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 and why didn't that black goo turn all those worm? There's definitely worms on that planet into uh, wiener snakes. Yeah, we, yeah. Um, <laughs> there was definitely more than one of those aliens because remember in the field there were yeah. there's two running around. Right, and then, one come and out. Then David of shot that flare. Well, one and went into his him. nose. One went, went into another guy's ear. Right. Yeah, the That's two. Why there's yeah, two of them. it's the two. The two disposable soldiers. Are those the the, the yeah. guy no, didn't one blow up in the one blow up explosion? in the med bay. Yeah, but no, it got out. You saw uh, it come it down the ramp. Well, she she filled yeah. it full of bullets and then exploded, but it right. got out. Mm-hmm. Back right. to yeah. Patrick's point, bulletproof. <laughs> Occasion, yeah. Occasionally the bullets bad. work on them, but sometimes... I think, I think you ought to shoot them in the head. I mean, not to be rude to the, the visual effects department, but not only did the CG look bad, the creature design was stupid looking to me. The, yeah. That thing looking like a little cheetah running around. It kind of looks like kind of clearish. Yeah. Let me make yeah. everyone even more upset because I also, to prep for this episode, I reread... The script to oh, so did I, and it made uh, me so mad. <laughs> um, to Alien Engineers, which was what Prometheus was before freaking Damon Lindelof came in and rewrote it. Thanks, Lindelof. Lindelof. You ruined a good movie. Oh. Um, like in, Tomorrowland. In Alien Engineers, all the main touchdown points are still there. It's still the same premise. They still go out there looking for the gods. They find them. All that stuff. Yep. The differences start to happen when. Uh, it, rather than the black goo making a wiener snake and the worm in the eye and the secret butthole robot and all that stuff, uh, Holloway... Wait, a se- what butthole robot? <laughs> David, he's like a secret butthole sneaking around. Oh, I thought you meant there was a robot secretly in a butthole. And that's I was like, thinking too, like, I what? really missed that <laughs> part of yeah, me. That's, that's fair. That's a very different film. Good clarification. <laughs> in the original script, Holloway is exploring the, uh, the ruins... And an organism that looks like a facehugger, but it's not. It looks like, you know, some kind of... Like, uh, it's like an oc- octopoid proto-facehugger, yeah. it says. Comes yeah. down from the ceiling and gets him. We're meant to understand that it's like a facehugger, but the audience would also be like, well, what's that thing? It's like a facehugger, but it's not. Then he was still going to go back and make love to his girlfriend. And during that scene, he was gonna, there was going to be like a new horrifying chestbursters-like scene where all these different tentacles were going to come needling out of him and explode. And then this thing that looked a lot like the Neomorph, which in the script they call it the Beluga Morph. Because <laughs> it's white like, a beluga, like a beluga Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it comes out and, they, and it becomes an, a basically an alien movie. They, they have to, like, they try to get off the planet or survive this ship with this weird white uh, ghostly Xenomorph thing chasing them until they realize they can't beat it. So they go back onto the uh, thing, uh, the planet and the derelict ship the engineer ship and they find that oh beneath the surface they've weaponized this organism and that's what the facehugger is they're out here using doing biomechanical research or biological research on those animals and weaponizing them and storing them in eggs so then at the end the engineer was going to try to leave the planet he was going to go to the nearest planet crash the ship as he sent in a distress signal and the Nostromo picks it up it ends right. right as Alien is beginning. And a facehugger comes out and latches onto... That's the, why he crashes is because the, the facehugger mm-hmm. hatches and gets him. Now that makes perfect freaking sense. Yeah, it ties, the whole, it ties yeah. the whole franchise together. If yeah, they, but then that's it though. There can't, there's not really room for more prequels. Nope. But then You're right. He which wants is to make a bunch of them. Yeah, but this this movie only made what did it make like thirty six million on its opening weekend, which was way below what it was expected to because 
people got burnt by how garbage Prometheus was. Here's another thing I don't understand. This is uh, I'm going to add one of Tyler's WTF things. How come it's getting good reviews? Yeah, I noticed is that it? too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't get it. What's up with that? Like what? Like w- like from people or from critics? Critics. Well, I mean, like uh, currently it's got more good reviews than it has bad reviews. It's sitting like at a let's look at it right now, 71 on on Rotten Tomatoes. That doesn't make sense. That's quite. That's a little bit too high. If people aren't thinking, they're not thinking it through. The audience score is sixty-two, <laughs> meaning that the audience, the critics, like it more than the audience yeah. does, which is that's yeah, rare, unusual. That. Yeah. I don't are, are, are we missing something? <laughs> maybe, maybe we're the ones who are out of touch. As we Skinner said, Prometheus also had a seventy-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics. But yeah. see, Prometheus as a divisive movie makes more sense to me because if you aren't getting hung up on the confusion of the timeline, if you it's aren't getting confusing. hung up uh, uh, by the like the an- alien elements, and you let go of the plot holes, I know lots of people that are just like, I just thought it was a cool sci-fi movie. You know, and they don't care about Alien, and they don't care that it's like, well, how come this, this, and this? are like, ah, I didn't really think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the people that like it. Yeah. Well, or yeah. if they really like Lost. I think that is a burn. Wait. I saw um, Prometheus knowing, hearing the stuff about, oh, this isn't going to be like Alien. Like, what? It, it's quasi Quasi prequels. Quasi prequel. I heard things that led me to already think that, and I had just seen it like a week ago, and I re- I did really like it. And then hearing uh, the plot holes and different arguments post, I'm like, oh, I see why people care enough to argue as much as they do. But because sure. I I went into it the way I did, I like it a lot. The problem is the closer these prequels get to actually getting into alien ter- territory, the worse they get, because yeah. the holes are too great or you're trying to satisfy two different audiences and they don't want it, you know? Yeah, I so. agree. I think that's exactly it. And I think it's a shame because it didn't have to be that way. No. You know what I mean? Uh. He went into that last one thinking, well, we already said we're going to make an alien movie, but now I'm thinking this is more interesting, which I, you know, I get, he's trying to, <coughs> he's trying to be creative, stretch his legs a little bit. That's fine. But then unfortunately, most most people that like those movies weren't happy with the results, or at the very least, they were they thought they were problematic. You know, I came out of this one thinking that there was a way, a r- like with the building on a foundation of just turd, there was a way to tie this into the alien one and be done. I was like, man, if Walter had killed or not killed David, but maimed him enough that Walter was the one that got to the back up to the um, covenant instead of David. David could have taken the eggs, put them back on the engineer ship and could have left. Maybe that one of the engineers was there and like fought him for control of the ship. And as they fought, they crashed onto 426. There's, there's hundreds of eggs on that ship. Well, yeah, it wasn't David perfect. David had like a half dozen. It wasn't yeah, perfect. We Maybe see his basement. And what are the odds that he That's just true. has he some like honest person? Did, was anyone else surprised? He's just like, he's doing all this fight and he just like normally has... Like alien embryos, just enemies well, like yeah, coughing them up. But he just barfed them, them up. up. That I'm makes sense. Like, wait, what? Yeah. He did all this fighting and all this, all this. And jazz. also, like, you know no, what? Forget the fact that holding these for years. Forget <laughs> where. He, forget the fact that he had them. 
how did he know to make face face hugger embryos that would perfectly fit the right. the storage trays sure, sure. of the covenant ship? Yeah, there's a standard storage tray for embryos. Yeah, <laughs> don't you know that? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a, u- that's a two, universal measurement that. of embryo storage. It's supposed to be Jello shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that makes me mo- most mad about this movie is it it killed the District Nine <laughs> alien movie we could have gotten. Yeah, freaking well, Neil Bloomkamp was gonna make one. Yeah, you're. That was confusing. Not this wouldn't have not have been an Alien District Nine crossover. Right, right. This was a Neil Bloomkamp who directed <laughs> right. District Nine right. wanted to do. And an Sigourney Weaver, Weaver said that she would come back and. Uh, hey, double TF, real quick. Yeah, is that Sigourney Weaver's voice at the beginning for the for mother for, the, for mother? I don't know. I don't I think it was mother. Uh, it sounded a lot like so. her. Um, I, don't think so. I guess that might be kind of cool. I don't that know. could be cool. At this point, I don't know what to feel anymore. <laughs> I thought, didn't Finding Dory just do that joke? Yeah. Ooh. It did, yeah. Yeah, it's but we don't know down. if it happens. Write so down yeah. Finding yeah. Dory. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> so, you know, in conclusion, what do we do with this thing now? And the next movie comes out, uh, I got to go see it. I, uh, yeah. I was sitting in the theater when it ended, credits finished, and I heard two voices behind me. I got a live uh, audience review right there in the theater. Oh, good. And I wrote it down because I thought it was so great. (laughs) One guy says to the other, (laughs) it sounds like I'm setting up a joke. Yeah, it does. One guy says to the other, I didn't expect it to be so slow. It's supposed to be an action movie. The response was, I'd rather go watch Mean Girls than this. (laughs) What? Was that Sarah's review? (laughs) No. Two men why, why in the theater. Girls of all things? <laughs> I don't know why he brought Mean Girls into it. And I thought, yeah, I would rather watch yeah, mean, mean Girls, girls too. Than this. Mean Girls is a myth. Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. It stands to reason that based on the reviews and the stuff I've seen on the internet, which is a big place, that one or two of you guys actually liked Alien Covenant. So would you please explain to us what we're missing? Leave a comment on this episode, youhatemovies.com. While you're there, go back and listen to episode 24, Alien vs. Prometheus. Leave a comment on that episode and tell us what we're missing on that as well. And then if you can just sort of seed comments throughout all 100 episodes and let us know what we're missing, we'd really appreciate that. I'll tell you what you're missing, ordering a t-shirt. Apparently we're out of like two sizes now, so tell your friends, Tyler says. Oh, sorry, he actually said, tell your friends to listen to You Hate Movies. He's less concerned about selling shirts at this point.